Sold. Sold. Three dollars. New owner. All right. I, I'm going to pull out cash money before he changes his mind. I will buy that from you for three dollars. That's, that's, this transaction just happened. Uh-oh. Also this week. You got changed for a 20? Oh. Well, that's uh, price just went up. I'd say I'd say you could bend my it over, but uh, we know how you are on that one. Okay, so true story. Um, I paid off my bookie, and I sent him a hundred dollars yesterday. When I saw you got ten dollars for being your friend, dudes. Apple Pay. I sent him a hundred dollars because I felt good about my uh, my my bet. Funny story is is OP said uh, that used to buy a lot of lunch, and I says yeah for OP it it did. Now, now, not so much, or now, what? Now, not so much. I mean, he, no, it was the other way around. He said that will buy a lot of lunches, but I said for OP, it wouldn't. Oh, there you go. I mean, he's, he's, he's half the man he used to be. Well, uh, long story short, I think I just made $3. I got $10 yesterday from, from just being friends. So uh, that's not what this podcast is about, Adam. I, I, I came out and I, uh, I sneak attacked you. You digressed. But that's nothing new around these parts. So uh, death piles and taxes, we talk about death piles and we talk about taxes. Uh, you sold some cards this week. Is that what I just heard? Yes, yes, we did. What? What? Uh, what? What happened? I just once you list, you start selling. I mean, it's nothing like you're doing. I mean, you're selling some big dollars. That's what I'm hearing. Is uh, and I did. So I put my other store on vacation. So I started out this journey selling random stuff that we find at the thrift stores. I really enjoyed it. We'd sell some stuff. It wasn't that. Frequent. I mean, we sold a couple thousand dollars of stuff. I mean, and we're talking Tupperware, random T-shirts. Um, he sold an old. It was like a Sega. It wasn't even like a Sega game console. It was something like that. A Pixio. I can't even remember what it was. Um, backpacks, different things like that that we'd go in and find at the thrift store and look them up. And you know, we really had fun with it. And eventually, got to the point where it wasn't. When we got into cards, like I, I'm addicted. I've got problems. Um, so now we sell a lot of those. So we, we've got a lot listed. We sell some cards. I think it was another Tatis and another, uh, I don't even know who it was. I, I got a lot on that. That's pretty good when you can sell and not, not know who it was. I, uh, I had a few transactions. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the... A few transactions. Well, I kind of got myself on the, on the naughty list over to eBay. Um, I ended up losing my top-rated sellers this month because, oh. because I, uh, had some, uh, discrepancies. Um... <laughs> What, what do you mean discrepancies? I didn't I didn't realize it until it was time to say uh, your top rated sellers coming and you'll be below average or whatever standard not not top rated, and with that when you lose that you lose all of your uh, promoted listings which Uh-oh. which really helps a lot especially in what we're doing and with promoted listings I don't know if you've heard this or not Adam I know eBay opens going on right now I know there's a lot of news coming and going I, I think we'll talk about eBay cards what you what you've been talking about there. Uh, they, they've announced this program to where if you sign up for a promoted listing, you can actually be advertised outside of eBay on like one of their banners or you know how there's ads all around the internet. Facebook ads. Facebook ads, wherever they're, wherever they're putting their things at, your item can end up there. Same program, same percentage. You just have to, you can opt out. There's a, there's a way to opt out if you don't want them to do that. I don't know why you wouldn't want more exposure. So I was all excited and giddy and uh, I've been listing a ton of cards. Like I said, we've I've got... With that PSA problem that's been, well, it's not, there's still, problem. it's still going on. I, I have an email from them yesterday, I think it was, 
Uh-oh. Uh, there's there's still more to the to that. There more to, drama? There's more to drama. There's always more drama. How is there more drama? They they screwed up on the grading on the card. <laughs> they put the wrong gear on it. Very simple. It said 1990. It should have said what? I overnighted it to them. I thought it'd be back by now. Um, what are they telling you? Well, let me let me finish one thought before I jump to another. Sorry. Or else I won't ever get back to it. People will wonder what happened. <laughs> will they really though? Well, like, okay, no, they won't. Well, just go on. It's the Adam Beasley show. We'll go on to the next one, and the people won't know what happened. Why well, I lost my top-rated sellers? I don't know why people are listening. We'll Sorry. just we'll just move on. So what happened is PSA wanted me to uh, give them permission to open up my graded card that I sent back to them, and they also wanted me to put on a uh, price for insurance purposes in case they messed it up. What? So that's uh, that's in the realm there. One million dollars. Uh, that's good for me, and then I hope they do. Yeah, and then you get it back to hit, but it, it got screwed up. You guys messed it up. So that was uh, that was where that went. But your yeah, your issues you had in the past with USPS. I don't know if I'd go that route either. No, I, no that was a, I got those shoes still out in the car, so I, I don't know what. That's the weird thing. I don't know what to do with those. I have a pair of John Stockton Dream Team Olympic game worn shoes that was. Uh, Owned by John Stockton. Well, it was given to Jerry Sloan from John Stockton. It says 92 Barcelona on it. Signed. Um, sent it out to a guy that paid for them. They arrived damaged. The USPS would not uh, take the insurance claim because it, I exaggerated what they were worth or they were just sneakers or they didn't damage them is actually what they said. Yeah. So now I have them. I just don't want to throw something like that away. I can't find anyone to restore them. What do you do with a you know 20-plus-year-old pair of sneakers that is damaged. So I just told you I'd, I'd pay $3 for that uh, metal. Instead of giving me change on that 20 how about you keep that 20 in exchange for those shoes? How about you exchange something somewhere else <laughs> uh, with those shoes? <laughs> and let me go put them on and see if they fit. <laughs> you never know unless you ask. As my, as my, uh, as my dad, old Everett Danny, who's been on the show, said we'll have us a, a three-legged race to the hospital for uh, foot removal. Wow. Speaking of three-legged races, I was in San Pete County the other day, and I really enjoyed it over there. Did you pick up anything to sell? San Pete, no, the, the turkey sandwich. Okay. So I didn't pick up, and I this will be an interesting tidbit. We said we've got listeners all over the world. Which is why I'm wondering why you're talking about a local sandwich. Because it's the best turkey sandwich you can get in the world. I'm going I'm to dare say it, locally raised Turkey sandwiches, nor best turkey. If, if you have the ability to get it at your grocery store, do yourself a favor, go out and get one. But what I was going at is, we visited a place that is very unique. There aren't a lot of them here. There's not any in Utah County uh, that a lot of people used to frequent. We went to the drive-in theater. The Fuddruckers? No, <laughs> no, it used to be one. We went to the drive-in theater and saw Boss Baby Two, and it was it was fun. It was good. Was it was it better than Boss Baby One? It was. It, it was really. Good. Did they find Curly's gold? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I believe that City's Slickers. Part two. Like, Whatever movie's a part two, it's the search for Curly's gold in this guy's book. Billy Crystal. No, we went to the drive-in theater in the truck, and we laid out blankets. We had all the kids there. It was it was a really really fun time. It was the first time I've been to the drive-in theater in a long, long, long time. So. Fun thing to do. If you haven't, if you've got one in your local area, it was fun. It was it was definitely worth it. Good experience. Did you tune into the FM radio, or did you have a little attachment? Or no, we, had, we had a boom box. We had a little uh, CD boom box we put in the back of the truck. Did you time travel? Was this a Back to the Future? Was this 1996-ish? Or? It was good. It was, 
Popcorn was good. It sounds like a drive-in theater with a boombox is yeah. uh, is not a modern experience. In the back of the truck, we had all these pillows and blankets. The heavens stayed open, and there were thunderstorms all the way around us, and literally within five minutes after the movie got over, downpour. Well, with all those small children, were, were they crying with the thunder and the lightning going on? The no, boss baby? They loved it. They, you know, no, it's after the movies when it came. I thought you said all around you no, was going during the film. No, you're right. You're, you're, you always, like, nitpick. Yes, you're right. There was no children crying. So. Okay. Well, that would ruin your experience. It would have ruined my experience, though. But I do have one thing as we're talking did you, about Did you back up your truck? Yeah. You didn't drive, pull forward. You back yeah. in a driving theater. You got to back it up. Yeah, we backed the truck up. We backed the truck up to the back of the truck. Did you have some of those chairs that I said were bolos a few weeks back? I looked for them. Didn't find any. But those... Those would have been good, except nobody would have appreciated them because it was dark by the time you know you really got there. So. What was the name of this outdoor uh, complex? The one in Mount Pleasant. Well, what was its name? The I think it's great. The Basin, the Basin Drive-in Theater. I think that's what it is. I'm just asking. It's the one in Mount Pleasant. Well, we got people listening in China that don't know where Mount Pleasant is. Nowhere Mount any. Pleasant, Utah. You can look at a drive-in theater. There's only one. I can't talk about how I got kicked out of eBay's top lane sellers, but we can talk about turkey sandwiches in Moroni and drive-in theaters in San Pete County, Utah. Uh, yes. That's, that's, I guess that's where we, I guess we should go back to the I'm salty now. I'm salty now. Well, I'm, take your Hogan shirt. I mean, you're, you're in a good mood. That's a dang nice Hulk Hogan shirt you're wearing. I'm on, I'm on that side, brother. You're on the, the when he was uh, for N, NWC and now he's WWF and he's all over the place, man. Well, I'm glad that you had a good experience at the drive-in. They are fun to do. Did you go see the mammoth while you were over there? I saw it. I, they were closed. We've seen it before. You go to the governor's house? Honk twice? I did not go to Eddie, his dad's. I will tell you that what, one of the things we did go and drive by, I had to get a, had to get a real, I needed a pill. I, I went to uh, the Wheelers and got a real shake, and man, it's different than uh, a Dairy Queen shake. It hit me a little differently, because apparently yeah. they use real milk over there. You get on the pill. I didn't get on the pill, but we drove by... I think that's the name of the episode. You guys can stop listening now. It's not getting any better than that. <laughs> Drop the mic. We drove by a place called Wasatch Academy. Oh, I'm familiar. It's a private school. Well, I was threatened to be sent to many uh, times in my youth. Here's the thing. Everett Danny was yanking your chain. No, he wasn't. He couldn't have afforded to send you there because it's pretty expensive. I think he knew people. Well, I'm sure he did. Let me ask you, what do you think it might cost for a, a family to send a child there who boards there? $5,000 a month. Try $70,000. A month? A year. For two semesters. Okay. 70 Gs. What was this back in the 90s? I don't know. But Everett Denny probably had some money off the grid. Or he did know somebody. Because that's, that's he, a lot of money he, to spend on a kid to go to high school. He threatened it a lot. Well, good, good for him. But he get them grades up. Well, look, I mean, look what look how you turned out. I mean, you couldn't have done a better job. Yeah. Way to go, Barb. Yeah. Anyways, back off of uh, private, private schools, Derek, um, what else have you been looking at? How are you going to kind of help these people during the summer slowdown? Are you seeing it? or? Cause I well, I was going to tell you all about it, but you didn't want to talk about it. Oh, Quit nitpicking me. I'll pick where I knit and knit where I pick. <laughs> okay. Um well, I mean, I, 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 like I was talking about, I got uh, boxes and boxes of, of cards, so uh, anything else I would want to be listing is kind of got to be off to the side because I've made a, a major investment in these uh, these cards, and to not have them listed is just money sitting there. Um, 
also, though, I, I've, uh, I've been acquiring some wrestling figures, and uh, this was another bone I got to pick with you. It is pick on Adam Day. It is nitpick day. I see that Gary Vanderchuk sends out a, a tweet about, here's some uh, wrestling figures that might be worth a couple bucks, some, some shells. And you say, oh, Gary, now I know what our next uh, topic's going to be on death piles and taxes. Now, I've been selling wrestling figures for the whole time we've been doing this podcast, and I've brought it up several times. Well, well, he follows me. I know. You're, he's the one that got the idea from our podcast. So I, I, I apologize to you. Let me give credit where credit is. That gets me in a little better mood. Uh, and, I, you know, I've, I've been in some contact with the guys at uh, 137, because that's the guys who pushed it out. I don't know exactly who it is. We've sent some TikTok messages, a couple different things on um, Twitter, but... You are the guy. You've been selling the wrestling figures. You've been in the game a Years. lot longer, and and that's how Gary started following you. You had some uh, some items that uh, some wrestling items, and I believe I facilitated the transaction through something up on Twitter. And he saw your cool stuff, and ever since then he's been following you. And I'm just we're, chocolate. We're best friends. He's invited me out, but I can't get back there because of COVID. I've been invited back to, to New York a few times with him. Can I bring up a potential conspiracy theory? We're not the same guy, if that's what you're going to say. <laughs> I have never seen you guys in the same room. Um, so for a lot of you that are really kind of dialed in and, and figuring out the cards, there was the national show in Chicago this past week. Um, it's huge, huge, I mean, the biggest sports cards things that you, you know, in the country. Derek and I both kind of had some obligations. We looked at going, apparently he's going to be at SummerSlam with Hulk in the next, what, two weeks? So Derek's got some things on the DL that are no longer on the DL. Well, I've been, I've been open and honest about them. Yeah, you probably, got a, you probably got a one-on-one with Vince coming up, too. Well, I got some questions for him. I haven't been too happy with some of the things he's been doing, but you probably I did get that wino friend Gary to come over with me, and we'll go talk to Vincent. And you're gonna probably line up your buddy Dwayne the Rock and talk about the new XFL that's gonna start here in the year. That's true. That's that's something to look forward to. You, you've got a couple things, but no. Where where I was is, uh, I think Gary backed out of going to the Nationals. He said he had some obligations, and I think you were MIA for a few days. Did you and Gary have a bromance? I can't confirm or deny. Are you sure about that? I'm not saying that we were or weren't. Uh, that's usually if you... He'll probably be at SummerSlam, though, with me. At the same place as I am. <laughs> if, if Gary B. is at SummerSlam in Vegas, I'm not joking. He was influenced by the big big guy over here across the table. I, I'm, I've, uh, yeah, so... Anyways, no, I, I like to give Adam a hard time, and uh, most of the time he deserves it. Sometimes I'm a little rough on him, probably, but uh, action figures, there's there's a new company called a- AEW that's not so new now, but for those of you that don't know, during the pandemic, I know a lot of people aren't into wrestling, I get it, but just take the lessons that you hear here and apply them to whatever you are into. They were not able to have live crowds at these events, so they still the show went on, so it's like going to a circus and performing all the acts without having anybody in the crowd to respond to it. So um, everything kind of went down. Uh, the You know, it's just not the same. It's the same with the NBA and the bubble and stuff. It, it's, you like to see it, but it's just not the same as a live crowd. And wrestling's got the crowd as a part. The crowd's a major part of wrestling. So the last uh, month, maybe by the time this comes out or so, uh, live crowds came back, and, and wrestling, I mean, it's just, it's just brought to a... It's just... Rejuvenated. 
Brought it up another notch. So there's this new company called AEW who's been putting out action figures that have been exclusive to Walmart. The only thing is each Walmart might get one or two of these figures, and they go off the shelf pretty fast because, like, a lot of fan bases, the wrestling fans are pretty they're pretty adamant, they're pretty uh, passionate about the product, and if that's the thing they like, they're going to go and get it. So I've been lucky to have uh, a secret helper who's went to some Walmarts and cleared some shelves for me, and I, I have some stuff out in the car and need to go pick up. But also going back to some of these older figures, um, I mean, obviously, if it's in a case, if it's uh, new, it's going to be worth a lot more than, than if it's been out and opened and, and used. But there's certain, uh, you know, figures and things that are worth a, a substantial amount of money that might be sitting in your kids' dressers or, or drawers if they played with those kind of things growing up. It's the same with the G.I. Joes or um, Star Wars or any of those kind of G, uh, Barbies. It's the same idea. So... Uh, you might think, well, wrestling, you know, can't be worth much. If some guy's wearing a different colored uh, pair of trunks or something on a figure that was a short run, that can change it from a $30 piece to, you know, hundreds of dollars. Or if you find the right item, you can be talking thousands of dollars. Uh, also, with these AEW figures I've been talking about at the Walmart, there's what's called a Chase um, edition or a Chase piece. Yeah, and, one of 500? Yeah, so they'll say on them that they're this variation, one of 500 or one of 1,000. Uh, those go for huge money. So if you happen to be out to Walmart, you're doing your retail arbitrage. We're accountants here, and we talk about, when you say huge money, you're talking anywhere from 1000 to $2,500. That's huge money for something on the shelf at Walmart. And let me throw this out to you. There's protective cases, and people get things like those. I mean, you can get those graded as well if you want to throw an extra step into it. Uh, you can get action figures graded and stuff like that. So, uh, But, no, if you're out doing your retail arbitrage, um, I don't want to make a lot more competition for myself, but they're hard enough to get anyways. And I think with Christmas and supply chains or whatever, uh, go and look at the wrestling figures. Do your scans. Do your solds. Do your completes. Um, you know, the AEW is, is a lesser brand than the WWE, which you probably heard of. It's, it's not even Coke and Pepsi at this point. It's probably uh, Pepsi and RC Cola. Like, they're up and coming. They're on TNT, but they're nowhere in the... Like, I was thinking more like Shasta. Well, that's why I said it, because you've been wrong. <laughs> they're in a firm RC Cola. I mean, you'll find them around some places people have nostalgia and enjoy it. It's not like the thing that you got when you were poor and didn't have anything better to get. The quarter, you know, if you had a quarter, you could get a, a Shasta at the, uh, the uh, outside Walmart or Sam's Club or whatever. So, Anyways, uh, and they're popping up at a few Targets and, and things like that, but... Um, so that's something to look at. That's something that I, I'm going to try to get going in between these cards. And then also, it's about time to start thinking holidays. I know everyone's, you know, thinking I'm crazy, but uh, we've seen uh, with the canning lids, we've seen with lumber prices, we've seen a supply chain that's really chlorine. There's things that um, just aren't getting to the shelves as fast as they used to, whether or not they're held up in China, uh, held up in some Suez Canal, uh, you know, just didn't get manufactured as quickly as they want. Uh, kids are still going to want a, a visit from the man in red, and they're still expecting to get uh, presents. And there is going to be, you know, things that are more desirable than others. Um, that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day on how you find out all that stuff. And, and you know, it, it's almost uh, now it's almost a, a magic trick. If you do discover it, you're not probably going to share it. But uh, I, I'd say get looking for hot toys now. Uh, maybe dabble and... and uh, one thing I would, would say not to do, though, is go blindly all in on uh, one thing that me and, and Mr. Painter did last year was we went all in on the He-Man, thinking that 
we were going to just be ahead of the game. Instead of, the fat instead of looking at the results and looking at the uh, solds and seeing that uh, the demand just wasn't what we thought it would be, but we thought, well, okay, it's September, come November, December, it's really going to shoot up. Uh, there was plenty on the shelves, and it just didn't happen, and then you have to take that walk of shame, or you put them on discount at your store. So when you're scanning and, and looking at things, just like anything else, uh, you want to look at solds, you want the sold side to be bigger than the available side, or to be moving, uh, you know, it, it's kind of an art to figure out. I'm not saying that it has to be, like, out of stock. You, you do want to catch it in that sweet spot, be able to take advantage of it, but also, you don't want to be left held, holding the bag, yeah. so... And that's one thing that these, uh, you know, bigger box stores, they're catching on. They know there's retail arbitrage. They know that there's things going on that they can or can't do anything about. So make sure if you're either uncertain or if you have questions about it, see what their return policy is. It used to be a carte blanche, this is what it is. But now if you're able to find the right cards at retail stores, they won't even let you return them. Yeah, there's there's things and electronics are different than cards are different than toys. Yeah. Like it depends. Get get familiar with the policies and don't be going in thinking that you're gonna have to return them, but you might have to know things happen. Like things things change, pal. So uh, be prepared. But it's time to kind of start uh, pretend like you're a squirrel and start hoarding some nuts, Adam. I, dare I say it's no longer like the Costco policy. I, I think that would kind of be a, an interesting, fun job is working the, the return counter at Costco, seeing what people are. Because every once in a while you'll walk by and you'll see somebody with like, I saw somebody the other day with like a, a bushel of bananas that they were bringing back. You see people like with the Christmas trees. And that one always drives me nuts. Shove it back in the bed. I've seen people with beds, you know, like these uh, Casper mattresses or whatever, they try to roll them up and... and they just oh, take them. I, I get all that, and Costco's good about all that, but the Christmas tree after Christmas always drives me nuts. Uh, I remember um, as, a, as a younger man, I had some roommates that uh, were notorious to go over to, to Walmart or, or things of that nature, and this is when Walmart would take back anything. They'd buy ice cream, they'd eat half a thing of ice cream, go take it back. No. So I'm, I'm not endorsing that at all, but it does happen, and that's, that makes it harder on everyone. Uh, with, with eBay, though, and the online and the e-commerce, it's made it easier to return things, but with Amazon, their kind of rules. But also, make sure that you set your parameters how you want them to be set. Um, I don't know. I take returns. I do 60 day in the states. I pay for it, and I do uh, 30 days internationally. They pay for it, and I don't see a whole lot. I think it does help when people can see and buy with confidence that okay, this person's not just going to be up in the night, and if they send me the wrong thing, I'm not going to be able to return it. But you don't want to just be uh, the Costco because you can't afford to be taking everything back. I mean, it's just not, not going to happen. You so. brought up a question that I had, and I believe you are the man to answer it. Well, you're lucky I'm in a better mood than I was 10 minutes ago. I've had somebody reach out to me. They've been messaging me about some of my cards, and he had some questions about being able to ship them. And Because like I said, I was asking for Bryce, and he wanted to know, because I put, a, I put a, a sale on my store. I said, if you buy over seventy-five dollars, I'll give you ten percent off. Smart. Want to, you know, want to get and I, and I and I priced everything, you know, like sixty-nine. You cover it. I mean, you cover whenever you run a sale or a promotion, that's or free shipping or whatever. You have to cover that in your your price, and it's it's no different than when you go to a store and you see a big banner that says everything's seventy-five percent off. Well, it is, but it isn't. You know, that's it's marketing. So it's, it's kind of like I said, it's in that area to where. 
He says, well, if, if I place like the cards that I want to kind of really get rid of before is asking 79, I'm going to place it right below, and now they might go pick up one of my Jordans that I've got up for 50 bucks, and like, oh, great, now I'll get it for a deal, and I'm just kind of... Well, then if they see, oh, if I buy one more, I get free shipping, or I get an extra discount, or yes. it, it, uh, the idea is to get people to uh, buy more than one or spend more money in your store. And that's exactly what I've been going back with this guy. The issue, and I guess this is kind of where it stopped, and maybe you can tell me, it, it's through the global shipping. I had all this stuff, and you know, he's asked me about a Giannis onto the Kumpo card that I had, um, had it graded as a 10, and you know, anyways, he wanted to know if I gave him a discount, and I told him no, ready to finish the transaction, and then he says, can you ship it to Singapore? You bet. Well, I went through and looked, and on the shipping part, it says it doesn't ship to Singapore. Are you, are you signed up for not only global shipping, but there's eBay International, and then you can just do it on your own? I don't, I, I guess I'm not, because I told him, because I went through the list, like I looked it at my listing, and it says it ships to everywhere except these list of countries, and it was in that list of countries. Well, just, uh, what you'd have to do is just adjust your shipping, um, go in and, uh, like we've been doing, uh, revising your, your listings like we've been doing with all these item specifics we've been putting in. And you can add, a lot of people um, get nervous about shipping international. I've never really had a bad experience with it if you do it right. Uh, but always do global shipping because you just have to send it to Kentucky. It's easy. That's what Adam's been doing. They have another international program where you have to, I think you ship it to uh, San Diego or I think there's a couple different places where it goes and it's more of a DHL, which might give you some more options there. I include both of those. But you can just do standard, hey, I'm going to ship it USPS or I'm going to ship it, uh, you know, FedEx, U UPS International. And with that, you can select whatever countries you want to do with. Some people won't do certain countries because uh, they're a little, you know, more sketchy or the mail system's not that great if you don't have a tracking number. But I tell them, yeah, if you're willing to pay for uh, priority shipment with USPS or, or whatever you feel safe doing, uh, first class, if it's, uh, I mean, if it's England or if it's like uh, Canada or somewhere close, uh, first class is no problem. Um, if you're going to some place that's a little less underdeveloped or a little more, you know, you don't want to lose that tracking number and have them say they never got it. So depending on how developed the country is, is how I'd set that parameter. But if you do something with uh, with the USPS, let's just say, and you do uh, international uh, priority mail, you'll have your... You'll have your uh, tracking number, and then you just you just ship it like you would something regular in the mail. You have to fill out. It's a different form, but it'll bring you up and walk you right through it, whether you go on Pirate Ship or eBay. So it's it's not it's not that difficult. It, I think I just, uh, I sold a card this week that went to Australia. First class, it was $15 for like four ounces. Um, not bad. It's, it's doable. Well, it's, I, it's bringing the knowledge, man. You're going to make me a little more money. So, um, I can tell you one thing that you and uh, our buddy Painter has done is you guys have got me in this weird, unique niche of wrestling cards. And I may have put a bid on a wrestling card that I have never paid that much for anything on eBay before. You're going all in, brother? I am going all in, brother. And I'm upset because this card was listed. It was on a bid. And... Uh, I looked at, I mean, I mean, I missed the same card, you know, a month ago, and it went for, I think, like 225 and I threw in, a, like, 212 That was my max. So who knows what the other person's max was, but that's kind of the way these auctions work is, and if you haven't done it, like, 
It's exhilarating. It is fun, especially when you get your buddies involved and you're on the text and you can see, did you get it? You know, kind of watch it go down and see it go up and down or go up um, because people will pay more for it depending on it. But what happens is, is you can put in the price and if yours is higher than anyone else's, you become the winner. And Derek taught me this. It's always nice to have um, not a round even number. It's nice to have like 202 and 16 cents. Because if it's a tie, it goes to you because you have that other extra. So if you both put in 202 or, or whatever at the last minute, because a lot of these bigger items or, or more expensive items uh, go at the last second, everyone puts in their max bid. Yeah, they snipe it. And, you know, if it's a tie, it's going to go to whoever did it first, unless you have uh, the 12 extra cents, in which case you, you'll win. So that was kind of the case, uh, like I said, two months ago, was I put in my max bid and I lost it by $12 at 200 $225. So the same card comes up, very, very rare card, like very rare card. I'm not going to say it because I don't want anybody else looking into it. That's how rare it is. Um, anyways, I put it in, and it was kind of at the same auction, and I put my max in at $422. This was more than what, you know, it was. I mean, double than what it was two months ago. And it ended up selling for, do you remember? I think it was like four. 30 or something. That sounds right. It was like $8 over where I was maxed at. And I'm just even more ticked at myself because I want this card because this is something. Oh, no. What, what's that? They were, I, I heard a phone call. I thought they were calling to tell you that you won. I think you're hearing things, brother. I probably am. If you're hearing it, brother. I'm a little paranoid. Um, what is going on here? Uh, you're possessed. <laughs> I guess so. This is a professional podcast, <laughs> if you haven't told by now. No, what I'm saying is I want this card because neither you or Painter have this card, and I just, I want it, and and I, I don't, it would not go on my PC because I have nothing in my PC. It would just go up for a ridiculous amount, because there's, there's a couple out there that are up for $25,000. I think uh, what would be smart is to get it autographed, and uh, then get it graded, and then put it up for a lot of money. Well, I need to get it, and I'm, if I got to throw down $1,000, I hope no one else is listening to this that knows me, if I have to throw down $1,000, I will throw down a GERD to get this card. Well, that's that's commitment. I'm not saying that's a good or bad decision. We'll see. Uh, time will tell. I, I had a little bit of a bidding war myself, and uh, I'm kind of upset at myself. There was a one-of-one one card, and it was it was autographed. It was the same kind of thing that Adam's into, and uh, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to ruin what you're after, but... Uh, I put a bid in just to kind of, you know, put out a feel. And this other person kind of got in a bidding war. And I thought, I know better. I should have just sniped and I would have got this card for, I mean, I, I was up about 230 myself. Yeah. And so I got, I got mad. And then I just maxed out. I said, well, we're going to go $300 then. I didn't want to win it at that point, but I wanted to make this guy pay. Yeah. Because I thought, okay, I got other cards kind of similar to this. And we're going to set a bar then. And if you want to do this, we're, we're going to do this. Yeah, and, so, and, and so I got up to 300 and the auction ended yesterday, and I was getting a little nervous because come uh, about an hour out, I was still in the lead, but it, it ended up going for about $400, and it was uh, it was one-on-one autographed, uh, very nice card. Um, I You know, that's a lot of money, especially for one card, so I was kind of relieved. It would have been cool to have. I think had I played my cards right and done as I know and instruct others to do and just put my snipe, set it and forgot it, 
I think I probably could have got up in that 250 range because it would have just snuck attack. The problem is sneak attack. You're in, you're emotionally involved. That's the that's exactly the problem. It, it was your guy. I yeah. thought I'm going to get this. That's my. How dare this guy come in here and try to outbid me right now? Well, let me at least have it for a couple days. Yeah. And then I just like okay, we're going to the moon. It's it's really funny when you become emotionally involved in these things. And that's a bad way to buy. No that's longer, a bad way for resellers. It doesn't become a. Uh, and then it becomes well. I you know I'm buying this as an investment, but then you put it at such a high dollar value that nobody's going to buy it at that. No, you're you're, you're going to be lucky to break even, or you're going to be holding on to it for yeah. a few decades, yeah. and then you know. And, and then at that well, point, your kids, that that money that you put there could have been spent so much better if you're in for reselling purposes. And then what happens is your kids, you know, they throw all you know your daddy's stuff and they put it in a storage unit and. You know, then you they can't pay the rent on the storage unit. It goes on the open market, and then Dan the man sneaks in there. Dan gets it, or or worse, they have a, a yard sale, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know, two dollars, yeah. something like that." And they, they, some guy gets it for that, and you end up turning around. That's worth. It. I'd rather be on the other side of that transaction where I'm the guy that gets it for two dollars. <laughs> I need to remember that. So, are, are you seeing? I, I wonder if I bet you're the kind of guy. This is just an assumption, which is it's probably pretty true. I know you quite well. I'm wondering if you have gotten on, like, the newsletter. You probably have. You go on, like, the newsletter for all of the local, um, dare I say, like, senior living places. You kind of get on the newsletter. You know, it ships out. It's Margie's 92nd birthday. And then you kind of scout it out, seeing when she's going to die. And then you just pounce. Let, let's come back to that. We need to take a break. We've been going a long time, Adam. But I'll come back. I got actually some, uh, I'll come back and I'll answer that question. My taxes are done, the season's over, I can just go on vacation and not have to see you again for another year. Well, yeah, because you're never going to have to file your taxes again unless it's another year away. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot about that They're part. never going away. So here at Adam Up Accounting, we're glad to help you during tax time. But if you're also a larger seller, if you uh, need to run payroll, if you really want some help running those uh, bookkeeping reports, because I know how good you are at that. Uh, we're happy to help you. We have uh, really good affordable monthly plans on these uh, higher seller, um, you know, you're running it like a business, you've got some good amount of income, we'd be happy to take care of you so that your uh, accounting needs are taken care of. Well, I don't want to talk to you, though. I don't want to call up and just get some office off in, you know, New, New Brunswick or somewhere. <laughs> hey, we're here. You can message us on our website, shoot us uh, a message on social media. We'd be glad to help you out kind of tell you what options we have so that you can be more organized and teach you and help you make more money and pay less to Uncle Sam. Well, what's your website and where do I find you on social media then, my friends? Everything's Adam Up Accounting. Uh, you can look us up there on our website. You can follow us, get some Wednesday wisdom. We try to give you some tips. You can also link through the uh, podcast, Death Files and Taxes. Get those taxes uh, taken care of so you have more time to make money elsewhere. Hey guys, it's uh, D-Roy Everett and Adam Beasley from the Death Files and Taxes podcast that you're listening to right now. Your favorite account, I know. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. A lot of you have been asking what you can do to help the podcast out, and seriously, all we want is a review. Yeah. Hopefully it's a five-star review, but if not, be fair, uh, at least a four. <laughs> we know you're listening. Like I said, we see the numbers. We're all over the world. Like I said, it's just we see it. We appreciate everyone listening. Help us get a little higher up there. Help us uh, get more new Absolutely. listeners. The algorithms, people can help find us out, and it really does help. So if you can go to Apple, iTunes, that's where a lot of you are already listening or, or wherever you're listening. Spotify, 
Apple, you know, all of these different things. They're all out. Wherever you listen, give us a, you don't even have to write a review, just give us five stars. If you want to give us a review, that's cool too. We appreciate it and keep listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Cellhound, Adam. What does Cellhound do? Well, they're going to be your digital virtual assistants. They're going to list all that stuff for you. You send them the pictures, they do your eBay listings. But how much? It's going to cost me a lot of money, right? Man, the first three are going to be free. After that, it's it's so cheap that you'll think that Jimmy Cheapy Pants himself is doing it for you. Man, what do I got to do to get into that? I'm not that. Man, go over to Cellhound, try the app, do the free listings, and then put in our code, DEATHPILES, all capital letters, DEATHPILES25. They'll give you 25% off whatever rate you decide to go with. I mean, you got to know somebody over there because that's a good deal. Yeah, we might know the CEO. And, well, I heard that you may get some good words with her, and we really appreciate it because we know that her product is going to help you because Granny always said, You can't sell goods out of an empty wagon, and sell hand is going to fill that wagon for you. That was, that, was a, that was a good break, Adam. Adam bought the medal. It's been paid for. It now is the new owner. No, I didn't buy it. I went and ran the marathon. You were on the you were on the relay team with me. <laughs> the relay team. That says relay. Yes, we were on the relay team. Uh, so yeah, I am now the. I'm a silver medalist. That's how that's how it works. Me and Simone Biles got a lot in common. Okay, uh, we won't go anywhere near any of that. But I will tell you about old people and Adam asked if I'd go to the uh, senior living complex and. Uh, Get friendly with somebody right before they die, then they jump on their stuff. The newsletter. The newsletter. That's what you're The, the newsletter. So you know when people are going to, uh, you know, their birthday's coming up, see when they're going to pass. Well, how are you going to know when somebody's going to pass based on the birthday? It's, you know, when you see somebody who's hitting 91, 92, I mean, I odds have, are. I have been to a birthday party of a gentleman that turned 102 once. I, uh, George Burns. I should have made up a better name. I don't remember his name. I was invited to his birthday, and uh, we, we felt uh, obliged to attend, and uh, it was interesting. It was up in the Pacific Northwest. All, I, all I'm saying is uh, when you see numbers, like mathematically the odds, you know, start to get up there when you get into Anytime you see that nine in front of something, there's there's odds are you might not make it another year. Well, again, when I was in my early 20s, I... Uh, May or may not have attended a bus that would go out to a gambling city on the border quite frequently. And uh, it, it, I'm not saying this was the way to live my life or your life, but it's the truth, folks, and we're just telling the truth. Um, there was a bus that we'd call the Fun Bus, and we'd go on the day trips that would go out to this city called uh, West Windover, Nevada, where there was, uh, you could, you know, take in nickel slots or Air 21 or or what, what, whatever you want to play uh, gambling-wise. And a lot of the reason we went is because rent was coming up, and we weren't making the best money at the time at the telemarketing part-time plan, but we knew if we went out to Wendover and played it just right that we'd win our rent. Rent was paid for, and, and if things went really good, you could have your nice spaghetti dinner, maybe even take a girl out on a date. So, um, and, and the good thing about this bus is you pay $20, and it would drive you, like, I mean, it was like two hours yeah, each was- way. You'd play bingo on there, and if you won the bingo, you'd win, you know, five, ten bucks, I don't remember. They'd give you, like, a beverage, like a Coca-Cola or, or whatever. But a lot of it would go daytime. You know, you'd leave at eight in the morning, and uh, I believe my dad called them the blue hairs, the old blue hair ladies. So there'd be all these ladies on the bus that were, were older in age, but they'd see these young guys coming on that were in their 20s and thinking, oh, crap, here, you know, it's just the party bus. These guys are just going to come be 
wasted. They're going to be obnoxious and rude. We were just so sweet to those ladies that they just they loved us coming. Adored the D-roll. They, they adored us, and they're like, you guys are so polite and so nice. And we'd ask them how, on the way back, did you win? How did it go? Oh, yeah. Me, the pain, the, the regular people that we talk about a lot. The crew. The crew. And, uh, you know, we, we'd usually have our... We never got in trouble. Sometimes we lost money and had to go to work. <laughs> what do you mean never got in trouble? Remember? Well, were you on the fun bus and got in trouble? I mean, there's people that got left and stuff before. Well, but, I know, but not on the fun bus. But remember I, the, whole, the the casino security room? That was long after. Okay. That was long after. All right. Adam got in trouble, but I was... I think we talked about that story once before. I don't remember. Uh, but... Anyway, so these old ladies kind of got fond of us, and, and my, my father accused me of the same thing. He's like, I was buttering them up. I was single at the time. He thought I was going to swoon in there and just be a widow maker, where I'd just go in there and uh, oh, widow maker. you get in there, you get married, and you know, a couple of years later, you inherit everything that she has. You just go out and gamble with her. They, they love that, and you move on to the next one. But I, I never uh, betrothed or, uh, or dated any, any senior citizens. So um, it's not a horrible idea if there's 60-plus communities in your area, though. And you're looking to salvage or scavenge or uh, find things to resell. Hold on. We need to put a disclaimer on this. We are 100% joking. We are no, not. No, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> what do you mean joking? It's a great idea if there's a 55, 65 plus community in your area that has yard sales to go and buy from them because a lot of it's going to be people that deceased and kids are just going to be trying to move mom and dad's stuff out. No, we're, we're not advocating to be nice to people, to weasel your way. We're advocating to be kind to, to everyone. Oh, well, yeah, you should just be nice to people. I, I wasn't saying that you should go date uh elderly ladies and, and uh, take their inheritance from their kids and then go spend it on yourself. That, if you're attracted to them, whatever. Like, that's your choice. I'm not saying right, wrong, or indifferent, Adam. That's, that wasn't what, what wasn't the path for me, but it was an option. I mean, you should go into it with the gold-digging uh, mindset. I'm, I am against that. But if it ends up that that's something that you both enjoy and, you know, you, you find yourself attractive, who am I to stop love? No one. You are... You are... Not your brother's keeper when it comes to the love aspect. <laughs> you might need a good lawyer, and you'd have a lot of angry uh, in-law kids or whatever you call oh, them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's you know. But uh, I don't know. Be happy whatever you have. Just, but just but, be happy. but if there are those elderly communities around you, uh, if we talk on the show, fact of life is you know sometimes people don't don't make it. Uh, there's no one undefeated in life right now. I think Father Time's undefeated, basically. So. Um, the, the point of the story is, it's kind of fun and joke around about it, and you don't go happy-go-lucky when somebody's parents have just died, but oh, yeah. there's an opportunity, if you go to some of these elderly estate places, to find good treasures with people that are just trying to clean out a house and may or may not care or know what they have. Uh, you know, there might be sports cards like we talked about last uh, last week with uh, Dan, or there might be... You know, old books like we've talked about with John. There might, that, who knows, you know? It, it, it's funny because, like I said, we talk about it. It's also real estate. I mean, a lot of times, I mean, I, you know, I just did this several months ago. There was, someone passed away. There was a house that came available. They didn't really put it on the market. They put a sign out. I contacted them, helped them go through the process. Everybody, you know when the, it's a good deal? When both parties walk away happy. And, and you, somebody else might come in and say, well, you took it away from her, or you did this, or you did that. If both parties are, are happy, then that's a good deal. And there's a lot of times there's, there's circumstances because you might be helping this family because they don't want to deal with it. They just don't want to. They don't want to spend the next three or four months 
you know, working with, you know, just the city, doing improvements, doing all this. They just, they just want to be done. Some people, I mean, besides the emotion that comes with something like that, the memories that are attached to that, some people just don't want the problem. They don't want to have the memories. They don't want to be over there reminded. I know people that have lost, uh, you know, uh, parents that, that won't even drive. They don't even like to go into the city, and they won't drive past the house. They won't go because there's memories attached, and some people aren't that way. Some people are. Um, you know, it's not right or wrong. People just grieve how they grieve. But uh, sometimes, yeah, they're just looking to, hey, we, we don't want to deal with it. This is fair for us. Yep. And and you're helping them out because they don't want to take everything to the dump. They don't want to have to store everything for years. They, you know, you can come in there and say, hey, this is what I got to offer. This is what I'm interested in. What do you have? You know, even leave them a little card that says, you know, here's my name and number. If you find other stuff, maybe right now is not the time to be digging through some of this stuff. Yeah, at some point. You got you to play it. I mean, don't be stupid. Don't just go in there and be like, I'll give you $20 for everything. Your, yeah. your parents would be happy with it. Exactly. Or, you know, don't be an idiot. But Got a couple things going. But, D-Roy, so we've had a lot of good fun. Um, that being said, there are two things in life that are for certain. Those will be uh, death piles and taxes. Be ready for 